0: Hey folks, Dr. Gershmar for Aspire Natural Health. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever you happen to be listening to this. I hope you're having a great day. Today we're continuing our series on the Aspire Method, which are the 10 steps that we have developed over the last decade of working with people with digestive issues and autoimmunity. Again, we found that if we follow all 10 of these steps for a person, we absolutely maximize the chances Uh, that we, we get massive improvement for them. We see their lives get bigger and better for it. When we skip these steps, we ignore these steps, people don't do these steps, that's where we find a person's chance of really getting the outcome that they're looking for, getting things tremendously under control or taken care of, uh, You know, feeling good, looking good, performing well, having the energy and enthusiasm drive that they want to, the zest for life, doing the things that they want to do. All of that we call living your bigger and better life. So these 10 steps are critically important. So let's move on to step three today. We've covered some of the basics. Now we move on to one that is a little less common that a lot of people don't think about, but is critically important. Are you ready for it? And it is establishing cycles of restoration. Cycles of restoration. What does that mean? So in our society today, we tend to view ourselves and and our society, right? Our work life tends to view us like a machine, we talk about being more efficient, being more effective, wringing more out of life, you know, doing more with less. We want to be at our best every day, all the time. You know, one of the complaints I have against the biohacking community, or at least certain segments of it, is this notion that I want to be at like 120% of, you know, effectiveness all of the time. I never want to have any downtimes or drops or dips in energy or mood or, or any of that, right? This idea that we can be like a machine and we can, we can adjust and tweak and fine tune ourselves so that we run at high efficiency all the time. Let me tell you some reality here. Unfortunately, right? We are not like that. We are not like that. You know, another analogy that we use here is life is a marathon right? It is an endurance sport in a a good way. Like things always take longer than we think they're going to take. And even if we fall down, trip and fall on the marathon, the point is to get back up and keep going. That is all true. But it's important to understand when we're talking here about cycles of restoration, that each of us is more like a sprinter than a marathoner. So let's kind of continue this analogy, see if this makes sense. So in a marathon, right, the goal is to run at a steady pace for as long as you possibly can. So you want to go as fast as you can, yes, but in the context that you've got 26 miles. And so if you just tear off, you know, one of the mistakes I'm told that amateurs make is they tear off the start line at an unsustainable pace. So they may jump out in front at the beginning, but then they quickly exhaust themselves. And either have to drop out of the race because they're exhausted or you'll fall way, 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 way back because they have to cut their pace. It's not sustainable. So in a marathon, yes, the goal is to go fast, but you must go sustainably fast, right? So you can keep the pace up. Now, in a sprint, it's very different, of course, right? The goal is to go as fast as we possibly can, but we know that we can't keep going that fast fast. For very long. And so we're going to need to stop or slow down and recover. And so the human being, us, right, we are not built like a marathoner or like a a computer where we can just fire it up and and keep going and going and going. We have to engage in cycles of restoration. So what, what does that mean? All this is like we have periods of activity. When we're up and we're active and we're engaged and we're doing things. Now that's physical, yes. That's also mental, like focusing our brain power and working on something and getting something done. That's also emotional, you know, going through situations and grit and determination and empathy and understanding and all of that. So there's not just the physical side of things, which, which makes a lot of sense to people, but there are also cycles of restoration for mental, and emotional side of things. And it's important to understand that our society in no way respects the cycles of restoration. We wanna flatten it out so that we're always on, but the reality is that human beings don't work like that. We're we're more like a wave or an up and down or a sprinter. All of these ideas, again, we have periods of activity and we have periods of rest. Now, I think it it makes sense physically, right? If you go out and you, you work out hard, You get tired and you need to rest and recover. And that makes sense to a lot of people. But where a lot of us fight this is more on the mental side. A lot of us have jobs that are more mental. We're sitting down and we know the very fact that we we work hard and we're engaged, right? We're focused. Maybe we're being creative as well. And we know that we can keep up that activity for a certain period of time, and then our focus, our attention, our creativity, all of these things begin to to run down or wane. Now, a lot of us personally, and then, you know, our jobs don't respect that fact. So we want to continue pushing on. And, And one of two things happens. One, we continue to to gut through it, to push forward, and we find that our efficiency goes way, way, way down. you know it's that whole thing where you're reading a book or or, or reading you know a web page and you've read the same paragraph like ten times over, and it's just not really sinking in or you're really struggling with it it's because your your batteries are drained right same emotionally sometimes we're just like I- i'm done i'm done I-, I can't keep doing this, I can't keep being engaged i can't keep i need to get away and rest. So we either try to gut through it, uh, which is most often what happens and our efficiency falls dramatically or our effectiveness, right? Or we look to substances to artificially prop us up, you know, caffeine and sugar being the two most potent ones, right? The whole idea of a coffee break, it's okay, I'm going to get away from the desk, get a cup of coffee, you know, rev myself back up again and get back to work. So It's important here that we understand that human beings need cycles of restoration in their lives. Physically, we need to have downtime. Now, one way we've talked about that before is sleep, right? Sleep should also be called restoration time. It is the time when our bodies heal themselves uh, and get ready for the next day. And that's why shortchanging sleep, we shortchange that restoration that happens when we sleep and we move into the next day not fully restored. So we're coming back at 90% or 80% or 70%. Over time, that's going to wear us down physically, mentally and emotionally. But it's also important to recognize mentally, we need downtime, right? We need periods where we get away from the thing, you know, like again, right? I'm sure you've had this experience, you're working on something. And it's like you've hit a brick wall, and you just can't move forward. And you can keep pounding your head, against that brick wall trying to move forward, but you've noticed that when you take some time away, so for some of us, that is you know, going to the gym, going to hang out with friends, relaxing, watching a show, playing games, taking a vacation, whatever it is, when we get away from that thing that we're working on, often boom, an insight happens, or we go back to it and pick it up again and suddenly with fresh eyes, we're like, oh, this is what I need to do, or we see our efficiency skyrocket, right? So that is taking a mental restoration break. And again, tough stuff happens in life. Being a human being is hard. Emotionally, sometimes we need to step away from a situation. We need to go vent to a friend. We need to get away from the situation. Whatever the case might be, take some downtime and find that we restore ourselves emotionally. Now, this is a really hard one for people. So physical, mental, and emotional cycles of restoration. Recognizing, one, we're not machines. We need to have periods of activity followed by periods of downtime. We cannot just be on all the time, and no supplement, no medication, no super biohacking routine is going to change that about human beings, unless you're you know downloaded into a computer or, or a robot body or something, right? Nothing is going to change that. We are fundamentally human beings. First and foremost, we need to accept that we need cycles of downtime. Second, we need to accept that our society does not value this. Does not value this, right? Work, it's all about the hustle, and you've got to hustle and do more with less and get it done, and, you know, rest is for wimps, and I'll sleep when I die, and all of these things that we hear, and they're just wrong. We need to just accept we are not bad. We are not lazy. We are not broken. Uh, you know, something is not wrong with us that we need cycles of restoration. We need downtime in our lives. The the hustle people are just absolutely wrong, and studies show that we are more effective More efficient, we get more done when we take cycles of downtime. Now, this is easier for some of us and harder for others. Our job may not really allow this, and we have to simply do the best that we can. We have to recognize that, you know, when our brains are done, it is more effective to you know switch tasks to something light or easy or go for a walk or or do whatever we can um to, to rest our brain and engage in a cycle of restoration. So it's really important here. This is not a quick fix for people, but it's integrating cycles of downtime and restoration into our lives. If we want to be productive, we want to be healthy, we want to be happy, we need to recognize and incorporate cycles of downtime in our lives, physically, mentally, and emotionally. All right, folks. So one of the things we do is help people to recognize and then incorporate cycles of downtime in their lives and without shame, blame, or guilt, especially if we are more, if you're like me and you're more a type A perfectionistic person, the cycles of downtime can be really challenging and really hard, but it is one of the key components of Dealing, healing, and dealing with digestive issues and autoimmune disease. Alright folks, that is it for me today. Listen, your next step is to go and grab my book. It is a bestseller and it is a result of over 10 years of working with people with digestive issues and autoimmunity. Literally tens of thousands of hours spent on study and education. And again, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on that education, I distill that all down for you to the principles of health and the principles of disease. We've had people tell us that by reading the book, it has cleared things up for them, made things so much more understandable and clear. They know what's going on. They know what they need to do. And by putting that information into practice in their lives, they've transformed their lives. So what you need to do next is go to aspirenaturalhealth.com slash book. That's AspireNaturalHealth.com slash book. Aspire as in A-S-P-I-R-E, AspireNaturalHealth.com slash book. All right, folks, until next time, take care.